0: Good morning. It's May 9th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Warning. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. Deuteronomy 8, 19. Many of you reading this may not be old enough to remember the 20 years that Andy Rooney spent doing weekly spots on 60 Minutes, but they were a bright spot in the week for those of us that do. Andy was a humorist with a dry, sardonic wit. He used observations of everyday occurrences as the basis for his humor. I remember once he told a story of having realized just as the train pulled out that he'd dropped a glove on the train platform. It was a freezing cold winter day in New York City. His seatmate was astonished to see him slide down the window and toss a leather glove out to land on the platform. Why on earth did you just do that, the man asked. Andy responded, well, I just realized I dropped the other glove by mistake before boarding. Whoever finds it now has a chance of finding its mate and making his day. They were expensive gloves. There is a fabulous book of his entitled A Year of Minutes. One of the entries is about warning labels. He points out that all these companies spend millions on advertising and labeling to try and get you to buy and use their product. And then the government insists on a label to tell you all the ways it could kill you. I mean, do you really need a label that tells you not to drink varnish? Do many people really iron their clothes while wearing them? Is there really a mother who would fail to remove her baby from the stroller before collapsing it? One label said, Do not use this product if you have hypertension, diabetes, thyroid disease, glaucoma, or asthma. Do not use this product if you are on a monoamine oxidase inhibitor. Really? Andy Rooney had no idea if he was taking a monoamine oxidase inhibitor, but he knew it would be bad to use this stuff if he were. He suggested a label on all products that says the same thing. It simply says, be careful if you use this because there's a good chance it will kill you. The Bible is replete with warnings. Let's not overlook the very first warning in Scripture informing Adam and Eve what would happen if they ate of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, Genesis 2.16. Many chapters of Deuteronomy, as the above verse demonstrates, are particularly onerous. There are many proverbs that warn what will happen if you take a certain path or say certain things. For example, a man who hardens his neck after much reproof will suddenly be broken beyond remedy. Proverbs 29.1. There are 26 more warning passages in this chapter alone. Some people just exploring Christianity, or at least the Bible for the first time, could get the impression that our God is an angry one seeking to punish us at every turn. The mature Christian understands, however, that the Bible is a progressive revelation of God's character and that the 613 laws he provided to Moses would naturally generate lots of warnings, i.e., the consequences of ignoring them. God created us in his image, loves us, and wants the best for us, despite the fact that humanity has rebelled against him from the start, Romans 1. The law showed us clearly that perfect adherence to it was humanly impossible. Once we finally realized that, we also recognized the need for a Savior. The penalty for continually sinning has always been death, ever since the Garden of Eden. Avoiding that fate requires reconciliation with God, And the Mosaic law clearly demonstrates that we weren't going to achieve the righteousness to do that by trying and failing to follow all the rules. In his grace, God offered us a way back to him through the atoning sacrifice of Christ on the cross. He took our punishment for us and then conquered death in his resurrection. We are now clothed in his righteousness, and through him, we achieve eternity. Does that mean the warnings of scripture are not for us? Of course not. The punishment for failure to adhere to them still applies for those who are not yet saved by grace through faith in Christ. They will die. But for those of us who are Christians, we have been granted eternal life. However, remember that Jesus told us he came to fulfill the law, not to abolish it, Matthew five seventeen. Paul admonishes us that grace given to us, while completely undeserving, certainly does not mean we can go on sinning, i.e. ignoring the law, Romans 6, 1. So when you're looking for guidance, take a look at Proverbs. Rather than thinking of these verses as warnings, think of most of them as just plain good old advice for living abundantly. And I would think about using the message or the Bible in basic English translations. Proverbs is not poetry like Psalms. It's good hard truth, and understanding the verses is probably more important than enjoying them for their fluidity. Take Proverbs 19.7 as an example. The person who tells lies gets caught. The person who spreads rumors is ruined. The Ten Commandments tell us not to lie, and the punishment used to be stoning. Here's how to think of it. In light of our salvation, better to understand that your sins are now forgiven once and for all. But now you have the heart of Christ and the Holy Spirit indwelling to help you catch yourself when you, for example, start to spread gossip or set out to tell a little bit of an untruth. The Bible's warning labels are usually more sensical than, do not eat the buttons on your shirt, or you may need a doctor. God wants you to know that to live the life he wants you to live, there are certain parameters you should stay within. Think of many of the warnings you read in Scripture as God telling you, if you really love me and want to love others as I've asked, then I would seriously consider not doing the following. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? May it never be. Romans 6.15 Let angry people endure the backlash of their own anger. If you try to make it better, you'll only make it worse. Proverbs 19.19 We humans keep brainstorming options and plans, but God's purposes prevail. Proverbs 19.21 Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for caring enough to give us rules to live by, and thank you for loving us enough to realize that we can never comply fully in our own power. You have forgiven us even before we sin, but also have given us the Holy Spirit so that if we have ears to hear and eyes to see, we will choose the better option each time. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.